Well, President Cyril Ramaphosa last night delivered his uh, last State of the Nation address, and this is for the sixth administration since the, uh, you know, the, the, the new dispensation post-1994, 30 years ago. Many of the President's promises, uh, you know what, remained unfulfilled from 2022-2023. That's why many felt that, you know what, rightfully so, that this might have been a hollowed performance by um, a tired government that seems to, you know what, have run out of ideas or the will to carry out those ideas. Earlier in the day, the presidency announced that, you know, President Ramaphosa will announce the 2024 election date in 15 days. Now, this is despite many people believing that the president will make the, or who should have made the announcement or would have made the announcement last night to discuss uh, what, you know, were the thoughts on Sona and what to make of it. We discuss uh, the matter with political analyst Dr. Schlengriwa Nglovu. Uh, good uh, evening to you. Good afternoon to, to you, Dr. Nglovu. Hi, good afternoon to you and to your listeners as well. Thank you for joining us. Doctor, listening to the different, well, discussions, whether it was on whatever media platform you choose to listen to, South Africans may not have been very impressed with last night's Sona. What's your thoughts on that? Well, that's true. I mean, um, given the angle on which one is looking at this, but uh, most importantly, because if you read um, together this series of sonar speeches, they almost read alike. Um, they changed us uh, to infuse um, a few recent or current issues here and there um, that are mapped as, um, you know, being points to be addressed. But uh, I think... Um, um, over the years, we've had um, the same voice, more of promises, more than um, more of accountability and transparency in terms of what has been promised before. And, um, you know, in taking stock of how far we've come from what we promised mm-hmm. over the last dishonor to where we are at today. Dr. Nklovo, I mean, of course, there are some things that will obviously take a lot of time uh, to fix, no matter who is re-elected in, in, you know, in South Africa. But then there are certain things like load shedding, which has had a major toll on the mental health well-being of many South Africans. It's had a mental health, uh, you know, it's, it's had a toll on South Africa's businesses, no doubt. And the president, of course, mentioned that load shedding will be a thing of the past before you know it. ESCOM having ramped up the stages. Uh, so what, what is a person to make that, you know, a, a promise is made or something is made uh, said regarding an issue that the country faces and then before you know it, it just returns to face you, uh, you know, before you even had a chance to uh, hear the speech properly? Well, I'm currently uh, responding to this radio interview on lot sharing, mm. having upgraded to stage four. Yesterday, I didn't finish sauna because of lot sharing. I didn't watch, uh, finish watching um, the Bafana Bafana knockout stages <laughs> and semifinals. You know, it's a list of things, but these are things, you know, that one can take maybe as a quote-unquote luxury, to say the least, but they are very impactful in terms of um, the lives of South African, given that they 
um, affect the socioeconomic status, you know, of many thousands and thousands or say millions of South Africans. You know, um, I, 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 I guess we are all aspiring to be Tintualo, um, the president's character, but uh, with these challenges, really, um, it paints a picture that uh, the problems are there and uh, the governing party or the sitting government is aware of them, but it would seem like um, they don't have ways of solving this because how do you say something will be a thing of the past right now and then just a few minutes after that um, we change it to a completely different scenario. So it gives us an idea that um, the current government might not necessarily have uh, you know, uh, a sustainable solution to this load shedding issue and other challenges that are faced um, um, by South Africans um, within this uh, current dispensation. Mm. We've heard before, of course, the talk of corruption. Uh, and, uh, you know, President uh, Ramaphosa, uh, every sona, every time an opportunity arises, even during COVID for that matter, spoke about the eradication of corruption, the implementation of the Zondo Commission, uh, you know, requirements or proposals, etc., in reality, nothing has happened right there, you know, on the floor of Parliament were a number of ministers who still continue to have a cloud of corruption hanging over them, even the state president for that matter. I mean, during all the uh, Zuma Gupta years, he was in a position of, of office, uh, a high office at that time. He was not absent from the political scene. So when such statements are uttered by the state president that corruption is now going to be sorted out. Are we to to believe what, what the man says? I think corruption is one of the biggest elephants hovering um, over the current uh, ruling party, um, whether it has to do with party politics or um, with bigger issues really within the state. Um, we are not quite sure, but um, for a fact, we know that uh, what we've had out there, what has been promised and all of that hasn't materialized. I mean, we've seen, um, you know, the implementation of the step aside policy that is not really materialized in terms of, uh, you know, seeing particular individuals, you know, being punished or paying, uh, you know, uh, for their corruption. And it begins with really simple things that happen on the everyday. I mean, the president himself is having palapala hovering over his head. And uh, despite the explanation that he's given, but the majority of South Africans are not convinced um, by that, uh, you know, uh, explanation or whatever excuse that we've gotten. So it seems like there is no concrete commitment as for now in terms of, um, you know, despite all these mechanisms that are quote-unquote said to be put in place, um, we haven't seen uh, the direction of which they've taken in order to eradicate corruption and to address, you know, uh, the current cases of corruption. Finally, uh, Dr. Nglovu, we are, of course, in an election year. Date of, has not as yet been, uh, you know, uh, cited for the for the national elections. However, we, we all know that we're probably a few months, you know, if not, we can count it in weeks from there. And and one can expect uh, different types of canvassing uh, from, from the political parties to, uh, they have already kicked off, but to continue and gain in momentum right up until just a little while, a few days before the uh, actual 
actual election itself. Now, other parties may probably make a lot of promises because they've never been in the position of the of the ANC. Even the official opposition, for that matter, could make a lot of promises. How do you foresee the canvassing of the ANC? I mean, what are they going to say to convince South Africans to re-vote them and to give them a big percentage of the vote, the ones that they, you know, the percentage that they've enjoyed for close on to 30 years? Um, so just like the different speeches of Sona that are presented year after year, you would read um, the past election manifestos um, for all other, um, you know, political parties, whether they are main opposition or not, they are reading um, on the same term. A ton. So it would seem like, um, you know, or there is a detachment from um, the actual realities that are happening on the ground. Uh, the fact that perhaps there are no resources or resources that are dedicated to sort of like addressing these issues, you know, are misdirected um, to other things. So we've seen promises, commitment. We've seen promises, but without commitment, without accountability, without even transparency in terms of uh, how are these promises going to be implemented for that matter and throughout? So um, as we heard for the national government elections, I think as South Africans we can only watch, but uh, we're at that moment um, that um, South Africans are seeking for tangible change, um, you know, um, are, are seeking for an alternative that will not only make promises, but also commit and also spell out um, means and mechanisms in which, um, you know, um, these changes are going to be implemented and uh, also putting monitoring and evaluation um, mechanisms in place. But um, I, I, I think um, it's completely a different strategy um, that um, if that happens, then that we might see. But uh, in overall, the South Africans are really um, tired because in the past um, the few years and even the 2021 local government elections, the numbers that we've seen going down, we're not necessarily seeing them building up on uh, other opposition uh, parties. But South Africans are staying at home, refusing to vote, refusing to support a democracy that does not give any concrete outcomes, especially um, in economic terms to them. Issues of uh, unemployment, uh, you know, they're still um, problematic in the country. Um, the most important infrastructures of the country has been going down. And uh, for me, uh, the biggest takeaway from yesterday's sauna is to say, of course, um, you might spell out uh, quote-unquote progress that has been made, but um, you know, uh, the failure to historicize this type of progress to say um, how was the country looking like um, when uh, we took over power, when the democratic government took over power in 1994 how has it changed over the years, what has been the recreation moments um, in all these uh, spaces of progress that we've seen we haven't seen that, the defunding of major, you know, programs such as NSFAS and all of those we've seen them um, taking place but there is no accountability whatsoever in terms of uh, how do we account for that and how do we then commit to improving uh, uh, on that. And what we're lacking, I mean, both in the billing party and um, uh, the opposition parties, the self-critique, the self-introspection of these political parties to say um, where have we gone wrong and how can we fix that?
Dr. Nglovo, thank you for your insights this uh, evening here and for your time and for your uh, analyses with regards to last night's uh, Sona delivery and other political events coming out of uh, the country heading into our elections. And have a good weekend ahead of you, Dr. Nglovo. Thank you, you too, and your listeners. Well, that's what it is, right? I mean, so after so now we hear the same thing over here without any action on the ground.